G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. History Makers with Matt Prater. Coming off of drugs, you're going to have emotional problems, but I kept chasing after God. And he's using this vehicle to bring people out of the dark into the light. And I went forward and I knelt at the front, and it, it was a radical conversion experience. And that's where the big change happened, and that's where we decided we're going to use our music for God, we're going to change our songs. When I was about 25-year-old, I was uh, busted and into jail, and it was there that I came to the Lord. History Makers with Matt Prater. Hi and welcome to History Makers, I'm Matt Prater Today we're speaking with ex-addict and rapper Adam Brown Adam and I recently went on a mission trip to Sherberg in Queensland And uh, did some interviews on the radio there And we were able to minister at a, at a church there And do some street evangelism, it was a great time to hang out And I thought we'll get Adam on the, the radio to share a bit of his testimony Welcome along mate, tell us your story, where were you born and raised? Hey, uh, I was born and raised in Brisbane, Queensland, um, on the north side of Brisbane mainly. Yep. Well, that's probably pretty much where I've spent most of my life. Most of your life. Okay. And tell us about your, your upbringing. Did you have like a religious upbringing at all? No. My upbringing was um, pretty rough. I had an abusive father and then my mother ran into the arms of a, another abusive man mm-hmm. who became my stepfather. For many years I lived with him and... He was a um yeah he was very abusive towards yep. us as oh, okay. kids. And tell us a bit about your faith journey. How did you come to Christ? Coming to Christ, I was pretty much so from the upbringing. I eventually had two choices. Was well in my mind, I had two choices: was to take my stepfather's life or to take my own life. But I chose neither, and I chose to run to the streets and. In the streets, that's where I thought I found love and respect. And But really, I ended up getting into a lot of crime and ended up stealing and robbing people and had a few um, charges from that. But I ended up getting hooked on ice. I was using intravenous ice for about 11 years. And, um, yeah, I went to a youth group once when I was younger about probably 16 years of age from running around in the valley I, I caught up with some people and they said hey come along to this youth group and I went there for a bit and it was probably the best times of my life we went out playing tiggy in the park and just having fun like actual real fun yeah and um anyway I was sitting in this um crack house where we all just kicked back and we all brought our stolen things or whatever and we just I don't know, fellowship together as criminals would. And um, it wasn't good. And I got a message on um, Facebook off one of my Christian friends who um, went to that church. And she said, hey, you need to come to church. And I said, yeah, yeah, that sounds good. I'll I'll, I'll try and make it on Sunday. But every Sunday I was um, like on drugs or I was scattered 
so to speak. And um, I felt in my heart that I really needed God. Well, actually, God spoke to me, and he said, go to the tent and read the Bible. And I thought, I've, I've lost it because I'm drugs. I'm, I'm hearing from God. I've, I need to go check myself into the Prince Charles. It come again. So every Sunday I was ready to go to church, but I just couldn't make it. And then across from where I was living was a showground. And then a tent rocked up to this showground across the road. That night, I was I was on the ice, and I just sat up all night staring at this tent, and my spirit was telling me to go to the tent, to go to this tent. And it was almost like God said, if you can't make it to me, I will come to you. So I went. I went to go walk to the tent, and then something steered me away from it, and I was I was going down to the train station to go, pretty much go steal some meat for dinner that night, because that's what that's what I'd done, that's what I was used to. Yeah. And down at the train station, there were some evangelists, and they said, "Hey, do you know Jesus?" And I sort of like, almost laughed and cried at the same time. I was like, "Yeah, I know Jesus." And he was just speaking to me in, in my heart, and I was feeling this pull towards this tent. And I walked in there, and um, I wanted to be there, but at the same time, I felt uncomfortable being there because in my eyes, I was the the reject of society. No one no one uh, liked the junkie, and no one liked the thief. And But I felt welcomed. They, they they welcomed me in in my state that I was in. I was I was a mess at the time I walked into this church, and um, I sat down and I listened to what it was was a testimony. The the person was telling his testimony how he was a old underworld figure and he's he was you know had police after him all of his life and it was just it was just. Um, like really connected with me because that's exactly what I was going through. Yeah. I had a lot of a lot of rough times growing up without Jesus. And so um at the end he he called for prayer. And I went up to go get prayer. And that same feeling of not wanting to be there but wanting something, wanting to change, wanting just I needed a change. I was I was at my wit's end with life. There was days where I'd be walking around with a bottle of Hennessy ready to just jump in front of a car like I was done with the life I was living. So I went up and I said, I'll, I'll, get, I'll get some prayer. I'll get some prayer. And as soon as he started praying for me, I felt this anger just come over me. And I felt like, almost like I didn't want the prayer. But he kept praying for me. And I took a swing. I went to take a swing at this pastor who was praying for me. And right then I felt the Spirit of God. It was like a lightning bolt. It just hit me. And it it just dropped me onto the ground. I was on the ground. I woke up. The, the, the church was full. I woke up and the church was empty and all the chairs were packed up and I was like, what happened? What's going on? And they said I was I was out for a bit and it was just God was just ministering to my spirit the whole time. I went 
I went down. I was on ice, and I was a mess, and I was I was dirty. Probably hadn't had a shower. I woke up. When I woke up off that ground, it, I felt washed clean from the inside out. I never touched ice ever again, and it was it was just amazing. But when the spirit of God hit me, that it was like. It was like the drug I've been searching for all my life. It was that love I was searching for all my life. I felt cleansed and clean. And ever since that day, God has just worked in my life, just miracles, miracles. Yeah. I longed for a family. I used to see um, when I was cruising around the streets, families in parks and having fun and happy families. And I was I was angry at just the sight of people being happy with their families, but deep down I longed for that. And um, God, God ended up bringing me a wife, and we were baptized on the same day. And now we've got two beautiful daughters, and it's just been amazing what God has done. That is yeah. an amazing story of you know being at rock bottom and having yeah. your life transformed through that one encounter. Um, yeah, and and how did your life get on the track? Uh, get on track after that? Like, did you start going to church straight away? And did you get a job? Like, what, what happened yeah, next? Well, that's what I was thinking. I, I I pretty much went straight back into the same house where all the drugs was and all that. And I I started telling them about Jesus. I was like, it was more real than anything I've ever felt before. I was like, you guys, you know, and. It wasn't mashing with them. They weren't listening. So I got up and I just got a bag of clothes and left. But from there, I met up with some saints. It was a Christian bike club and I ended up sleeping on their couch at their clubhouse for a while. And then from there, I got into a boarding house. I got into church, a real Bible-led church. And... um, God's just worked wonders in my life. There's been restoration in my family. The day I was baptized, my sister and my other brother was also baptized. They saw the transformation in me, and they were just blown away. And God just put it on their heart and set them free as well. What a great yeah. testimony of what God has done in your life. And uh, yeah. I also know that you've uh, uh, written some uh, hip-hop rap songs. Are you able to share one of them with us now? Uh, yeah, i got one little quick one. All right, go for it, brother. Um, Lord, I'm coming to you with my arms wide open and hoping that the devil will stop choking. I'm broken and I don't know what to say, but I'm going to drop down to my knees to pray. I need you in my life like I need the scripture Cause when it hits ya, it'll paint the perfect picture If my Bible is the weapon and the word is the sword I've never felt a love like this before My soul, my devil tried to eat that's why I want to meet and greet the peeps on the streets. And God's word is something that they've never heard. So stop the mockery because they ain't no stopping me. This ain't something you can run from, son. Because if it was said, then it will be done. People perish from lack of knowledge and knowledge is power. So treat today like it's your final hour because the future just might be too late. Now you're stuck floating on a fiery lake. Wow. Yeah. Hey, that's good, man. <laughs> Fantastic. And no, uh, you. have you thank been you. have you been writing some 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 stuff? Are you going to be recording some stuff in the future? Yeah, yeah, I'll be recording. I've got a few tracks down. I just need to find the right beats. And Very cool. I'll be releasing some. Very cool, mate. Yeah. And you know, I really enjoy getting to know you a little bit 
at the uh, mission trip to Sherberg recently in a little Aboriginal community. Yeah, it was awesome. Tell, tell us a bit about your experience that day. Oh, man. I was I was blown away, actually, by their generosity as a as in their community. Mm. They were they were amazing. The the church they they're so uh, they're so much a spiritual people, yeah. and they really really are seeking God. But I also saw the struggle and just the the stuckness, like how how stuck some of these people are. Yeah, and it was like. It made me upset because I was, and 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 happy. Praise the Lord that I was that person was stuck in the ways. And I like when we went to the radio, and I was saying, if anyone's out there who's going through this, and you know there is a way out, and you just got to reach out to the Lord, and, and like no matter how far away you've walked, He's right behind you. Once you turn around, He's right there. And once you call out to Him. You know, he he's right there to answer your call. And um, I think we're just, people are trying to find their way in the wrong things. Mm. But I love Sherberg. I've got a real big heart for Sherberg, and I can see breakthrough coming in that town. Amen. They're prayer warriors. Prayer warriors. Yeah, well, it was so good having you and our team. We had about 12 of us, I think, on the day there. We, we did some rap yeah. songs. We did some uh, testimonies. Uh, we did yeah. some radio interviews on an Indigenous radio network that goes all around Australia, uh, shared our testimonies, and, you know, there's a lot of darkness, a lot of heavy things happening in Aboriginal yeah, communities, yeah. but there's a lot of strong Christians uh, that are a remnant yeah. in those communities. So let's keep praying for Sherberg and other communities like that. And, uh, Adam, I just wanted to say, mate, it's so good to hear how God has turned your life around, and I really believe that we're going to see many more people like you who have been you know, in in the drug dens, in the uh, that have been yeah. addicts, that have been at rock bottom, that when they yep. encounter Christ, you know, the Bible says, "He who is forgiven much loves much," and yes. I see that in you. You've been, you know, you've been forgiven a lot, and now here yeah. you are sharing your message with the world. Uh, it's been awesome yeah, to I'll, hear oh, from you today, I'm, mate. I'm glad. I'm I'm privileged to be invited onto your show. Thank you. Looking forward to hearing more music from you in the future. Adam Brown, I reckon you're a history maker. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. If you'd like to hear this conversation again, listen online anytime at historymakersradio.com. There you'll also find links to all of our social media channels and you can subscribe to our iTunes podcast. History Makers is a faith-based ministry and we want to thank everyone for their generous support. If you've got a suggestion of anyone we should interview, send us an email, info at historymakersradio.com. God bless. I'm Matt Prater, and my challenge to you now is to go and make history. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.